Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Got to tell you, dog fans, people around the country hitting me up over the last couple of days, and they're jelly. They are jealous of what is going on with Georgia. They want their program to be as relevant, their program to be as good, their program to be as deep, their coach to be as good. (laughs) This is what I'm getting. And Connor Riley joins us from Dog Nation. And, Connor, we know there was complete domination the other night. I want to ask you first about your experience in L.A. at SoFi. Give us the scene, man, because it looked like a – bunch of dog fans obviously made the trip not only from here but from around the country yeah uh the pregame vibe was obviously very different from last year in indianapolis and in thinking back on it you know that alabama game was a lot more emotional i think just given the weight of what that went uh, what that win meant in terms of winning your first national title and doing it against the team you did it against the win on Saturday on Monday night was just fun for Georgia fans. I, I mean, I, I had a bunch of friends in town, and I was able to go see them in the stands late in that game as it was a blowout. And, and it, it was just a party there in the fourth quarter, and, and it was a really special moment to get to celebrate that win. And, you know, uh, national championships, despite what Georgia has done in recent years, they're rare. And, and I've told people, I talked to a bunch of people at the airports uh, I've, I've had to fly out of in recent days, and they, they kind of agree. If you get a chance, if your team's in a national championship game, and I know tickets are expensive and flights aren't easy because you're having to do this all quick, go to the national championship game. Because even if they lose, it's still going to be a special experience. And if they win, as Georgia has done these past two games, these past two seasons, as I think they're going to potentially do next season, it's a memory that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And I think a lot of Georgia fans come away with that and really celebrating a really special moment in a really special place uh, in time for this Georgia program. I was lucky enough to you know, be a fan of Florida State when Coach Bowden had that amazing 15-year run, and eventually they lose some of the coaches. But I've, I've seen three natties in my lifetime. I've said the same thing to Georgia fans, friends of mine. And the thing is, Florida State, they don't have half the resources that Georgia has. I mean, they're hoping they're going to be a player next year. But uh, And there's a lot of schools. I know Auburn thinks they'll be able to turn things around with Freeze, and, and certainly Clemson feels they'll get back. And obviously Nick Saban isn't going anywhere. But – Connor, it just seems like everything is on track. I mean, no one else in the country has a Brock Bowers coming back. Nobody else in the country has a Bear Alexander who kind of had his little coming out party coming back. Real quick, for guys who aren't aware, obviously Ringo is going. Uh, we talked about Jalen Carter. Who's staying? Who's going right now, best of your knowledge? Yeah, I think Darnell Washington has probably played his last game as a Georgia Bulldog. Uh, you heard Kirby Smart sort of touch on him uh, on Tuesday. Guy that you know came to Georgia with the intention of playing in the NFL. He's got a daughter that he wants to provide for uh, and you know, the fact that he played 43 snaps on a bad ankle on, on Monday night, I think just shows what kind of character he has. And I think he's going to be a high draft pick. Roger Jones is probably another guy who is gone. I expect him to be a first round offensive tackle. And while yes, you would love to see those guys come back. If you are a projected first round pick, you do not come back. You do not pass up that money. And, and Georgia makes that clear when, when, when talking to guys uh, about that, I think the guys to sort of watch, you know, center Cedric Von Prahn, really underrated player for what this team does. Uh, and, 
you know, in terms of if he does choose to leave, he's one of the top center prospects in the country. There's a, Georgia doesn't have a guy that can replace him. That would be a, a sneaky big loss there. But, you know, you touch on it, Mike. This Georgia team lost 15 guys to the NFL draft last year. They're not going to have that same level of exodus to the NFL level this time around. You know, it's a few seniors, Chris Smith, Nolan Smith, that will be tough to replace. But this isn't the natural flow that you saw from last year's team. And, and a lot of the really good players, Brock Bowers, Jamon Dumas Johnson, Shmuel Munden, Javon Bullard, all those guys are going to be back again next season. So, yeah, Georgia's going to have some holes to replace some talented players, but I don't know if there's a country better or a program better suited right now to do that than this Georgia one. You said you think they are going to do it again. I know we're having these conversations, but why? Why do you feel that way, that they can do this again? It's hard to do one. Two is incredibly hard. Three? Three in a row? Why? Uh, yeah, I, you're, you're right, Carl. Three, it, we've never seen it done in, in college football. And, uh, uh, you know, if there's a coach out there that I think can get his guys to, to, to buy into that, uh, I, I think it's Kirby Smart in Georgia. You know, they, they really pushed off this year a lot of the repeat talk because so much newness was on this team. They're already embracing the talk of, hey, we know we're going for three. We know this is the dynasty talk. They're not, they're not avoiding it. They're, they're embracing these expectations that come with it. They're going to train all offseason knowing we've got the biggest target in the world on our back, and we're going to do something that no program has ever done, win three straight undisputed national championships. And, you know, you've got guys on this team. You know, Mike brings up Brock Bowers. Uh, I know there's, there's some talk out there right now, Stetson, Herschel, you know, who, who's the greatest player in Georgia history. I mean, if Georgia wins it all again next season, which is a real possibility, and Brock Bowers leads the team in receiving again, which is probably going to happen, I, I mean, Bowers pretty clearly has to be up there in terms of great players. And when you bring a guy like him back who, I mean, Caleb Williams is a fantastic player. There are arguments for other guys out there. But in terms of just pure football players, I don't know if there's a better player in the country next year than what Brock Bowers is. And when you have a guy like that, when you bring back the weapons that this team is going to bring back, and, you know, I, I know Mike just asked me about guys that are coming back. You know, we'll see how it plays out. But we've seen pretty routinely under Kirby Smart, there are guys who could go to the NFL that elect to come back to Georgia for another year. You know, Chris Smith and Nolan Smith are examples of that from last year. And it ends up paying off for them, really, and Georgia as well, because those guys get better, make big-time plays, blossom into All-American players. And if and Georgia reaps the benefits of that because it brings in more senior leadership. And, and so, you know, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. Uh, I suggest Georgia fans get very familiar with the Last Dance documentary on Netflix because it's going to be a lot of talk of repeating and, and the emotional and physical toll that is going to come with that. But and, and I don't think there's a program and a coach right now that can better have his team prepared to try and do what Georgia is going to do than what Kirby Smart is. It is our man Connor Riley, guys, from Dog Nation, by the way. The Dog Nation cruise goes down April 24th to 28th. There will not be enough booze. I'll have to bring a ship behind it, Carl, carrying the booze for all the shenanigans going on that bad boy. Uh, Connor, two things. The quarterbacks, um, I know I've read some of the things in Dog Nation. Carson Beck is the one guy who's seen the reps when uh, when Stetson wasn't out there. Vandegrift is highly touted. Uh, Stockton, whatever comes out of spring practice, one of these quarterbacks is going to split? You know, I, I'm I'm less certain on that than I was before the month of December when we got to talk to some of these guys. You know, I, I think Carson Beck is the guy who is sort of seen as being the number one overall player or the number one quarterback into this. But, look, Georgia's, Georgia's not going to hand him the job. He's going to have to go out there and win it. And, and yes, he, I think he had a really strong year this year, even though most of what we saw was behind closed doors. 
Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton are really talented players. And, you know, Kirby Smart's never going to publicly, I think, come out and name Carson as the guy. And it wouldn't surprise me if this quarterback competition draws into uh, draws into the fall. And, and, you know, one thing to keep in mind, you know, Carson Beck didn't exactly have the greatest second year in the program, especially going from the spring into the summer and into the fall. And, and you know, the leap that he made this past year, I think, shows the maturity that he has made and the time that he's been in the system that he's been here for three years. It wouldn't surprise me if Brock Vandergriff makes a similar type leap. And I, I know, you know, Brock being from Bogart, Georgia, which is right near uh, Athens, and he is on track to get his degree after the fall semester. And, and so there is some thought that he might stick this out and potentially transfer if he doesn't win the job after he graduates, giving himself a little bit more options and a little bit more flexibility there. So I do think with that in mind, I think Vandergriff is in a position where, you know, yeah, he could go elsewhere, but with so many of the quarterback situations already set, the fact that he looks like he's going to stick this out through the spring, I, I think gives Georgia a pretty confident feeling that they're going to have a full quarterback room next year. And Kirby Smart and Todd Munkin have both said, you know, just because they didn't take a quarterback in the recruiting class this year, they feel really, really strongly about what this quarterback room can do going forward, even having to replace Stephen Bennett. It's a lot, man. It's a lot. We're talking with Connor Riley. Uh, it's good, though, and this is such a great place to be in. What's the plans for the parade and the celebration on Saturday? Yeah, parade is going to start at 1230 Eastern time. They're going to go down Lumpkin from the football complex down to uh, the Tate Center where they usually enter. They will have a dog walk as well at 1.30 with the ceremony inside the stadium starting at 2. It'll be a little bit different as they've already started construction on Sanford Stadium in terms of some of the renovations that they are making. So it is going to be a little bit more limited seating capacity. But uh, Georgia fans are going to be excited. You don't get to celebrate national championships all that often, despite the fact that Georgia has now done it two years in a row. And I expect Saturday to be, once again, a special day inside of Sanford Stadium. Hey, one last nugget. Uh, if, if some team comes to Todd Monk with some crazy offer, how satisfied is he being one of the highest paid ass- uh, assistant coaches in America? I, I think right now he's very, very happy with where he is at. You know, uh, I think he wants to be a college head coach. Uh, I think that is why he has made the move back from the NFL to the college ranks. And, I, uh, you know, if Michigan opens up like I think it will, I don't think that he is going to get the Michigan job per se. Um even though I think he'd be a really good fit there, obviously with the ties that he has to the Midwest. And I think some similarities to Harbaugh in terms of how he would fund that program. But I, you know, I think George is going to have Todd Munkin for another year running this offense. And that's, that's kind of a scary thing for the rest of college football, because this offense every season has gotten better under Todd Munkin. And yes, you have to replace Seth and Bennett, some key pieces on the offensive line, but every skilled player that scored a touchdown in Monday's game, We'll be back on this team next season. So this offense is going to be loaded with weapons once again for whoever that quarterback is. And, I, and that's another big reason why I think this team next year, as great as this team was, and this team won because of its, its character, its DNA, its mental makeup, I think next year's team has a chance to be more naturally raw talented than this 2022 team was. Any concerns with Ladd's injury? And I mean, he looked 100%, looked fast. I mean, the expectation for him moving forward has got to be off the charts, right? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. You, you'll see these anonymous coaches just come in and just say, I can't believe they're winning, you know, the way they are with this average Lad McConkie. That just tells me you're not watching what Lad does and, and you just see the highlights. Uh, this guy goes out and makes play after play. Uh, he's going to get some much-needed re- much rest for that knee. You know, it's been uh, uh, an issue for him throughout the season. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and limit what he does 
in terms of, you know, reps in spring practice, because we know what Ladd can do at this point in time. And, and I'll be interested to see if he does go in and have any cleanup procedure done on that knee, because I know it has been bothering him for a while. Uh, but, you know, Ladd McConkey is an absolute stud, 750 receiving yards, two touchdowns in a national championship game. And, you know, it, it, there's nothing sneaky athletic about Ladd McConkey. You see that when he skies for touchdowns or when he outruns defenders. The guy is just a stud. And, and the sooner the rest of college football comes to accept that fact, I think the sooner they might start to realize, hey, maybe this guy won't, will, will potentially stop beating us if we start treating him like the great player that he is. Connor Riley, I know we got to wrap here, but just one last nugget for you on the, uh, the audio that got leaked from the Georgia locker room. No such thing as bad publicity. Does that help in recruiting, or is Georgia upset that stuff got public? No, uh, you know, it's sort of a sanction leak kind of thing. I don't think that was from the uh, national championship game, just given how quickly that got turned around and out on social media. I, I it, My sort of read on it is maybe that was before the LSU game. But, you know, it's not the first time a Kirby Smart pregame speech or a halftime speech has been leaked. And, and every time it seems to come out, it seems to fire people up and show why playing for Kirby Smart uh, you know, is such a joy for these players and such a rewarding experience. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.